You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts... Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Chrissy. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 833, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. You could text Chrissy, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So I know that I'm excited and I'm sure stuff is too because uh, Chrissy was the first of all of us to get to go to Disneyland and she went for her big birthday. So I'm excited for this. This is one I did not want to miss because I needed to hear firsthand about this trip to Disneyland. So will you start us off, Chrissy, with letting us know the dates? When did you leave? I was in Disneyland on Wednesday, May 17th, my 50th birthday. Um, We left, we flew out of St. Louis and flew into Long Beach. Um, And we wrapped up Sunday, May 21st. We actually checked out of the hotel at seven o'clock in the morning. And our, yeah, that was really early. Our flight left Long Beach at 10 a.m. So I don't count sat. I don't count Sunday. Our last full day was Saturday the 20th. So it was a quick little trip, but I can't believe everything we packed into those three and a half days it was insane and where did you stay while you were there we stayed at disney's grand californian resort and spa it was amazing is that the one that's kind of modeled like wilderness i mean the whole vibe was wilderness It, it was funny because it was wilderness like through and through like the timber throughout I, I definitely got wilderness like wilderness lodge vibes, but there was a tiny little grand piano inside. Like when we checked in, like and it was playing, but there was not a person there. But in the evening, there was a real person there playing. So it kind of had grand Floridian vibes too. Oh wow! Like with a little bit of fanciness. It was like wilderness lodge in the rusticness of it but Grand Floridian in the fanciness of it. That's cool. It was amazing. Um, And it was literally like we checked in, got to our room. We had a two bedroom villa. Nice. We got into the, we got, my girlfriend and I, we got into the bedroom that we were sharing. I threw open the curtains and we had a theme park view. I could see Pixar Pier from my bedroom window. And that's when you started crying. I did. I burst into tears. It was so beautiful. And my, you know, my girlfriends, they were like, 
we've never had a room with such an amazing view. What a great trip this is going to be. So I knew this was going to be like from that moment. It's well, I mean, the minute we pulled into Grand Californian, you know, here we were three women with two little boys and like tons of luggage because nobody knows how to pack light. Um, <laughs> they gave us free valet parking for our stay because it was my birthday. Oh, um, so that I mean, not that we were taking the car anywhere, because once my girlfriends are in the bubble, they stay in the bubble. And I'm kind of the same way, too. But we weren't going to like be driving the car back and forth. But it was very nice of them to do that for us. But um, so we're like, wow, this trip is like off to an amazing start. But then we saw this theme park view and we're like, wow, trip is amazing already. It's getting better. It just just I mean, and things that we didn't even ask for. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, this resort, and let me tell you, I know, I think you guys are staying there at homecoming in August. It's going to be hard for me to stay anywhere else because literally it is as close as you can get. I mean, you're staying in, you have your own entrance to DCA by staying at the Grand Californian. It's it's in the theme park, basically. So you went with three friends? My best friend of more than oh, 40 years, um, her sister, who I is also one of my very best friends, her two sons traveled with us that day. They're, they're seven and um, 11. And then the following day, her husband and son, who's a high school freshman, joined us the next day. Okay. So all in all, the first day, it was five of us traveling. And then by the next night, there were seven of us traveling. Gotcha. And they are like, they've been to Disneyland before, yes, right? They go to Disneyland like three or four times a year. They are DVC members. Grand Californian is one of their home resorts and they are magic key holders. So they try to get the most out of their Disneyland passes. Very cool. It just so happened that they had a trip planned over my birthday and then it just kind of became a let's celebrate your birthday and take you to Disneyland because you've never been to Disneyland. And I'm so glad I went. No oh, good. Yes. What a way to celebrate. So then the first day that you guys were there, you went where? We, because we had the entrance from the Grand Californian, we walked right into DCA. We walked right into Disney's California Adventure. First thing we did was get a churro. We tried the 100th anniversary. We It was supposed to be a sour cherry churro, but it was not sour. It was just sweet. It was just kind of cherry-ish flavored, but it was purple and sparkly and it was beautiful and it matched our nails. We did our nails to be 100th purple. That was the first thing we did because there was a churro cart kind of right by that entrance. And and I'm a little fuzzy on that Thursday, but one of the first rides that they always do when they get there is the Little Mermaid ride, which is identical to ours, but it's practically a walk-on. I mean, you just walk through the little queue. Our queue at Disney World, I think, is a little better, but the ride is identical. It was such a blur because it was more just explore, like taking everything in because everything was just so different. The weather was different and the sights were different and everything smelled like churros. I was like, everything <laughs> smells like cinnamon and sugar here. I mean, churro, car, like if if you think that there are trash cans every 10 or 15 feet, there is a churro cart every 30 feet. 
<laughs> Disney, California Adventure smells like churros. <laughs> and it's amazing. But then we, it was kind of just more walking and exploring, like to kind of get from point A to point B. I don't remember riding many rides in DCA, but it was kind of just to give me an idea of the lay of the land. Like we walked through San Fran, where they're doing the construction of San Francisco. Which I'm excited to see. I was getting hungry because we had Blue Bayou reservations as well. And then they were taking me through Avengers Campus, which I like legit almost cried because I heard the Avengers music. And then they were they were doing all this to get me to the Esplanade where you could literally walk across the Esplanade to get to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Which is so bizarre. So convenient too. Yes, you can just walk across and you're at a different park, which was bizarre to me. I didn't have to go and wait for a boat or a monorail or a ferry or it was just, I walked and there was flowers with Mickey's head. It was just bizarre. I bet. We're so used to having to wait. Right. I didn't have to wait. I just walked. So that made cramming everything in a lot easier, huh? Right. And believe me, we crammed so much in. I was so tired. When we were talking on Monday, you were briefly telling us just how much you walked, which we thought, I mean, or at least I did, that maybe at Disneyland, you don't have to walk as much because there's, you know, everything's closer, but you could do more. So you were all over the place. Yes, you definitely. And and I kind of even foolishly thought, well, Disneyland is smaller. I'm not going to walk as much. Right. Oh, my goodness. No. That first full day, I walked 10 miles. That's so crazy. Yeah. After this trip, I upped my life insurance and bought better compression because my legs, my dogs were barking. I mean, I had good, I bought new sneakers and I broke them in. I bought Brooks because those are good running, you know, because I run. But Brooks are good and they felt so good on my feet. But my legs, ooh, I mean, 10 miles, nine miles, eight miles. I mean, I between that and all the airport walking and that, I don't, it's been a long time since I've walked that much. But um, one thing with Disneyland, it's so, both parks, they're so compact. Even the queues in that I found, there are a lot of stairs. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, if you have a, like stairs are, I mean, I can do stairs, but I'm not great at them. Right. But if you have anybody in your party where stairs are a problem, keep that in mind. Like even the Indiana Jones queue had stairs going up. Like stairs are a pretty big part of a lot of the queues. That's interesting. The only thing I can think is because they have to cram so much into smaller spaces that they make the most of their queue lines in that, that almost every queue that I can think of had some sort of stair and not just like three or four stairs. We're talking like a flight and they all had like elevators. Like the second time we rode space mountain, I'm like, even though we had lightning lanes, I'm like, I cannot do this queue again. This queue is insane. They let us use the DAS pass entrance and gave, it gave us a car that was a that gave a little more time for us to get in because I found that the Space Mountain cars were easier to get in and out of than at Disney World. They didn't kind of sit as low, I didn't think. And they're also side by side. They sit two 
in a car, but the queue was just so long that I was just like, oh my gosh, this this is never ending, even worse than Walt Disney World's. But they let us go in the more accessible route, and it really cut a lot of the time and a lot of those stairs out. That's good to know. I thought it was much easier to get in and out of. I, I That's good for me to know, because I was like, well, I guess I won't ride it there then. I feel that Worlds is much lower. And I found I felt that it was a much smoother ride overall. That's also good to know. <laughs> so how did you like Small World versus, because everyone says that one's better. Disneyland's is much better. A hundred times. I mean, Small World, I love, I don't get me wrong. I still love Walt Disney World's Small World, but it's much better at Disneyland. What are some things that make it better? Uh, it's just a longer ride. It's outside too, right? Part of it? You load and unload outside. I just feel that it didn't feel quite as short. You think the one at Disney World feels <laughs> short? Oh, yeah. Joey would disagree. What? <laughs> yeah, I just, I felt, I felt that it was, I don't know, maybe even a little bit better laid out. I, I just felt that it was a more cohesive ride. Interesting. Oh, and the other one, then I Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is better at Walt Disney World, but the exterior and the pre-show is better at Disneyland. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, we're going to know very soon. Definitely try it for yourself because you do have to experience it because you will feel the difference. Ah, interesting. I know that is interesting. You will feel the difference. <laughs> She's giving us insight, listeners. You're, you can't see it. So that's all good. We're not giving anything away for you that have not been there. So then... You, you said that you went to Blue Bayou and um, I'm just curious to get your take on that because we had some friends go and it, I was sad because I recommended it just on everybody's opinion and they were not overwhelmed like everybody told me they would be. I loved it. I've never been there. My girlfriends and their family had, they'd never had a seat on the water. We got a table on the water. That's awesome. It was beautiful. Like we watched all of the pirates boats go by and again, Love Pirates. It's one of my favorite rides. Pirates is better at Disneyland. Did you ride all the Star Wars stuff? No, we only walked through Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we we only didn't because the wait times were really long. And actually, Rise of the Resistance was down most of the time, kind of like at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Since we had done them at Walt Disney World, they weren't our priority at Disneyland. That makes sense. But Blue Bayou, I really liked. Our service was great. Did we have an appetizer? I can't remember if we had an appetizer. I think we did have some sort of appetizer. I don't recall what it was. But I had a steak, but I preferred the sides that went with a different cut of... Oh, I ordered the ribeye, but I preferred the sides that came with the filet mignon, and they let me have the sides that went with the filet mignon. So it was like carrots and mashed potatoes or something. And it was so good. I mean, we all enjoyed our meals. And then I had one of those, um, they had ordered me one of those birthday cakes, one of those Mickey celebration cakes for my birthday. And it was delicious. That's awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, I was very pleased with my me with my meal. Good. Where else did you eat on this trip? Our sit-down meals 
We had reservations for lunch on Thursday at Cafe Orleans in Disneyland. On Friday, we had lunch at Carnation Cafe. And Saturday, we had brunch at Lamplight Lounge in Disney's California Adventure. And that's the one that Miranda says I'm supposed to get lobster nachos? Oh my gosh, yes. That was my favorite meal. I didn't have one bad meal, be it snacks, quick serve, or sit down. Everything was good. Everything was amazing. But Lamplight Lounge was probably one of my favorites. But yes, we had some sort of like brunch nachos. Everything was amazing. She told me there were like hunks of lobster for people. who, And I know you guys don't like seafood, so that would not be something that you like. Yeah, but we, I mean, even even from the breakfast shawarma that we had on Avengers Campus or the big pretzel we had at Pim's Test Kitchen or, I mean, and then we were even talking about it today. There were so many other places that I wanted to try that we just didn't have time for. I mean, everything was amazing. Did you get that Hulk drink at Pim's Kitchen? No, but I got some sort, I don't know. I was, we were walking by looking for a table and I saw some sort of drink that looked chocolatey and had crushed Oreos around it. And I was, I stopped and asked the girl, I'm like, oh my gosh, did you get that inside? And she's like, yes. I said, thank you. I don't mean to interrupt your meal, but it looks amazing. And we, we mobile ordered it. It was some sort of iced coffee, chocolate Oreo drink. And it was amazing. I can't remember what she called it, but she gets it every time she goes there. Miranda does. And then she said they're tater tots. She said, I don't know what's special. They put some pixie dust on them or something. They are out of this world. She said she just sat there and ate them and her husband went to get more drink. And when he came back, he's like, where are the tater tots? (laughs) We we did order like three orders of the tater tots just because there were like a bunch of people sharing them. But we also got one of the the test kitchen pretzels, which you would think that pretzels, there's no nothing special about them, but it's the most amazing pretzel I've had. It's huge. First of all, it's like, I don't know, I've never seen a bigger pretzel, but then it's like thick and fluffy like bread. Well, you see it in the test kitchen. They show these tiny little pretzels going in and then they poof, come out all big and fluffy. They're, I mean, they're probably a foot and a half. That's crazy. And they're they're three inches in diameter. We're going to have to all split food because I'm... Oh, yeah. I mean, we all <laughs> chowed down on it. It was one of my... I mean, it sounds so simple, a pretzel, but it was one of my favorite. And we ordered the beer cheese. It comes with one cup, but we ordered several cups of the beer cheese to dip it in. Good deal. So then what was your favorite ride at California Adventure? Hands down, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Guardians fan <laughs> or a Tower of Terror fan, but I kind of am. I just left because I remember, I think you posted on something and said, I felt like I was cheating on my favorite ride at Hollywood Studios. I do. I do. Because I I wanted so badly for it not to be my favorite ride because Tower, it, Tower has my heart, but it's amazing. And isn't Tower supposed to be better too? Well, it is Tower. It they've rethemed their that's it's their Tower of Terror. Oh, okay, okay, that's it's, right. It's basically the same Tower drop, only with a Guardians of the Galaxy story. And you liked it better than our Tower of Terror. Yes, because Tower of Terror is your all-time favorite ride. 
hands down it won it won the won my bracket tower of terror is my favorite ride on disney property even more so than guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind and i love that ride i mean because it's an amazing ride but i i've never enjoyed a ride more than mission breakout that's crazy because you've been on so many rides it was just so much fun did you write it just the once oh we wrote it i think six times oh my gosh yeah, the morning the morning that we rope dropped DCA, we wrote it three times before 9 a.m. Wow. That's wild. I want to ride that many times. <laughs> you definitely, when you stay at one of the three Disneyland Resort hotels, you get that extra half hour. And believe me, my girlfriends, they do Disneyland like locals. We knocked out on our Disneyland mornings. We knocked out all of Fantasyland before eight o'clock. That's so crazy. The parks are so small. Mm -hmm. They feel so crowded, like the walkways, like so many people. Those, I mean, if you don't do Fantasyland before eight in the morning, you're in like an hour long. I mean, just like at Walt Disney World, you're waiting an hour, hour and 20 minutes for Peter Pan. You know, we walked right on, but that's how we were able to do Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout three times before 9 a.m. Oh, and you got to still ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, right? We did. Walked right on. Very cool. I was trying to think what else. And Snow White Scary Adventures (laughs) or whatever they call it now. I still call it Scary Adventures. Because it was kind of scary. Yeah. And Pinocchio's. Pinocchio's Daring Adventures or yeah let's see the first morning we rode all before eight o'clock we rode Peter Pan Snow White Pinocchio Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Storybook Canal Boats and the Alice in Wonderland ride six rides that's five minutes a ride that's so crazy that's all within the first 30 minutes of them opening right I mean we may have walked on Alice in Wonderland right around eight but still. Well, because Storybook Canal Bo- Storybook Canal Boats open at 8. So we would have had to have done that at 8. So maybe Alice in Wonderland was a little after 8. That's quite impressive, though. I don't know that we're going to be able to go as quick as you did because of the time of year we're going to be. Or because we're going to be there on the weekend. Right. And then we did the exact same thing that Friday morning. And then we grabbed just breakfast at the Galactic Grill which is in Tomorrowland and then rode, or I'm sorry, we rode Space Mountain and then had breakfast at Galactic Grill. And so is that kind of like the launching pad for us? Kind of, yeah, only better. (laughs) (laughs) I I found, I mean, and you all know that I'm picky, like, you know, chicken tenders and mac and cheese, but like the food just seemed fresher out there. Like I was eating breakfast burritos and like there was more variety. Maybe maybe when I go to Disney World next, I'll be more adventurous and trying new things. But I did. Then we went to um, Toontown, which is adorable, but packed. Did we do Lightning Lane for Runaway Railway? No, we waited in the queue because it said 20-ish minutes, 30-ish minutes. Even though we'd all ridden it at Hollywood Studios, we wanted to see the actual queue, which is adorable. Yeah, I know. I want to see that queue just because of all the controversy. 
<laughs> worth waiting in line for, especially like a, Disney, a Mickey nerd like me. Seeing the, all the different props through the years was absolutely worth it. I got a few pictures. I didn't take many pictures at all this trip because I was just taking it all in. Well, you knew you were going back to. Well, no, I mean, I will go back in August, but and then hopefully we're going next spring. So you're a fan now. You're hooked. Uh, yeah, the ease. I mean, I get why they like it so much. Not that I don't not like Disney World. It's just different. Yeah, it's a whole different animal. The ease of getting to California, though, not as easy. <laughs> right. I see why my parents always took us to Florida. Mm -hmm. Getting there seems a little easier than getting to California. But for Stephanie, even with three kids, I feel like that being a smaller scale would be easier for you. So like if Teddy said, I want to ride this ride and, or, you know, and it's over in California Adventure. But then Lucy's like, but I want to go see Alice in Wonderland. Then you could just walk across really quickly. You don't have to go wait on transportation or something. Right. The children that I was traveling with this time, they were a little older than your children, Stephanie. But if anybody in our party was tired, they could just walk back to the room. There was no waiting for a bus or waiting for a boat or waiting for a monorail. It was somebody was tired. Dad could just walk back to the room with them. That would be really nice for club level too, because you could go back and get a beverage or have a snack or, you know, they've got all the sodas and all like, okay, go get one. Like that'd be really, really convenient. I could definitely see the merit. So if you're going to do it, do it right. Right. Oh my gosh. When I was watching Augie today, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to be mobile when the next time you go to the next time you go to a park, like he's going to be, want to be the big kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't want to be picked up. He only wants to be running around. He wants to be the big kid. One of the other reservations we had was, it was called dinner at the Magic Key Terrace. So they have kind of a reservation that the pass holders can make. I guess kind of like a wine bar type thing, but the pass holders can make the reservation at and they can bring guests. One side of the menu was nothing but like drinks and wines and beers and that kind of thing. But the other was like charcuterie boards and like appetizers that you could share so it was just, it was the three of us, my, you know, my girlfriends, myself, and then the two younger boys. And we just shared all sorts of appetizers and they had the fun kids drinks with like the light up ice cubes. Um, ice cu yeah. Which the boys <laughs> got at every meal we had, you know, again, everything was really fresh, but nothing real heavy. You know, sometimes when you're in Florida with the, like we were talking about earlier, when you're, when it's so hot and humid and you just don't want to eat real heavy you know. Yeah. Kind of bogs you down a little bit. Yeah. I never felt stuffed. Good. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I never felt that I ate too much. Well, maybe the first night with that steak, but it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to, and you had to have cake. <laughs> so then what did you do? You told us like the lowdown of your, your first day. I mean, second day we, we, pretty much concentrated on um, Disneyland. We didn't do DCA until the evening, um, but we did mostly the traditional Disneyland stuff. We rope dropped. And that was the other thing we had to, I mean, I, we woke up like I was going to work. Like we were in line at like 6.30. 
to secure our spot in line because at Grand California, you kind of, they have their own entrance that you go through security. So we wanted to make sure we were in line early and then we went through the security and then you kind of walk through downtown Disney and then you have to wait at the entrance of Disneyland to scan your magic, you know, your magic band with your park pass on it. And then you go in a different, you kind of had to go to the right-hand side to show your room resort because they've got early admission for room for, you know, for Disneyland resort guests, you had to go to the right and then everyone else had to go to the left and they couldn't come in till after eight o'clock, but we could go in at seven thirty. But we did that, but we were in line at six thirty. But we knocked out Fantasyland again and we did the same thing. Peter Pan, Snow White, Pinocchio, Mr. Toad's storybook, Alice in Wonderland. And then Space Mountain and then Galactic Grill Breakfast, they, they've they got it down. This is what they do every time. Wow. And then Buzz Lightyear, which was almost, which was, I actually liked their Buzz Lightyear a little bit better than ours, which you wouldn't think there'd be much of a difference on Buzz Lightyear. But when you zap the targets on Buzz Lightyear, they lit up. I felt that these lit up better. That was one thing that I always liked on the Scooby-Doo at Six Flags. So then when I went to... Disney World and Road Buzz, I was like, oh, yes, I can see the. <laughs> There's a chance I might actually hit a target. We rode Jungle Cruise. That was a long, initially it said 20 minutes, but it went 101, which the ride, it went down when we were waiting in line and it turned out to be like an hour wait. And you waited the whole time? We waited the whole time. Oh, I don't know why we waited the whole time other than we were kind of already stuck in line. And you're assuming it's not going to take too long. Like, I mean, it's been a long time since I've even waited for Jungle Cruise at Walt Disney World, but it was a very narrow queue line and it had a lot of stairs up and down. Um, I just, it felt like a long time, Um, but I was glad we did that. Um, And then we had lightning lanes for Indiana Jones, which was a great ride, but even with our lightning lane, That went down and we were stuck. In in fact, my girlfriend said, I've never waited this long with Lightning Lane, but it had gone down a few times. Loved Indiana Jones. But again, that was another cue, even with the Lightning Lane that had several, but it had at least one flight of stairs that I could think of. Wow. Um, And then we had lunch at Carnation Cafe. And that's, is that where I got the Monte Cristo? At where? Carnation Cafe. But it was really good and I couldn't finish it all. So we wrapped it up and took it back to the room. Portions are huge. So did, you didn't mention Cars Land, did you? Breathtaking. Yeah, we did everything over there. I rode Radiator Springs Racers twice. Amazing. It seems like you got to do pretty much everything. Is there something that was missing from your trip that like, oh man, we didn't have time for this? Well, world of color. But that was through no fault of our own. We had the dessert package, but it was canceled for technical difficulties. Yeah, you definitely tried to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cars Land. I, I only hope that they can bring something like that to the East Coast because I felt the magic again. Awesome. That means we'll be too, Steph. <laughs> Yay. You want that feeling all the time. Well, thank you, Chrissy. I'm was already excited about going in August, but I'm more excited now because 
you and Gina have both been there now and let us know what we need to do. And thanks for Steph after her long day, um, her long second day of being all day mommy and not at school (laughs) and fighting the uh, Disney technology to try to book 2024 trips. That was a fun start to the day. (laughs) A few final reminders before we sign off. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip with, or just want a free quote, text Stephanie, Vicki, or myself, Chrissy, at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades and More Podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish out all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Have a magical day, my friend. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse.